Welcome to the Relationship Builder Podcast. I'm Dr. Kevin Skinner with my friend and colleague, Brett Williams. Brett, how are you today? Hey, good. Good to see you, Dr. Skinner. I, I think we're, we're doing something a little different with our audio. Um, so if anybody notices any kind of quality change, uh, we are just doing a little technical stuff. Yeah, and if you could actually see us, uh, today's one of those days where we are uh, probably not at our best. Uh, Brad's been dealing with some health issues, and I've been dealing with some COVID issues in my family. And I tell you what, it's uh, one of those times where I'm just uh, grateful for what we do have. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, and to our listeners, just want to wish you a happy new year. Hope hope all is going well in this new year as you've been going about life and moving forward. And uh, now we're about, what, halfway into the month of January. And today, our focus is going to be on meaning. And uh, the meaning that we place on things is often something that guides our relationships for better or worse. And I think you have a great example of this to start with, Brett. So why don't we go ahead and go uh, to that? Yeah, I, 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 I think this topic really came up when we were talking in our, um, our kind of our consultation meeting and, and you made the wonderful statement that meaning is the word of the year for you. And I think that's awesome um, because meaning is such a great concept to look at and address. And I, I really think it should be the thing that we look at this year for ourselves. What is the meaning? Yeah, well, and I, a little guess, bit of, just real quick, a little bit yeah. of background on that, just so our listeners understand a little bit more on that. Every year I, I have a word that I choose as, as kind of my word for the year. And this year in particular, I've been thinking about the meaning and I've started off, I was reading a book on the meaning and the interpretation that we give to events. And I thought, you know, during COVID, as we go through the pandemic, as we go through uh, political changes, as we go through all this, what meaning am I going to give to these experiences? Better or worse, is it gonna be a negative experience? Is it gonna be a positive experience? Who determines that? And that's what really got me thinking about, you know, I've got to give meaning to this in a way that's going to be productive and good for me, my family, because if I give negative meaning to COVID, it's, you know, in fact, we had COVID come into our home with a couple of my children uh, testing positive. What meaning am I going to give to that experience? And, And it's been significant. So we have to give meaning to everything that we experience. Yeah, I, I, I think we already do give meaning to everything we experience. And, and like you said, that sets the quality of it. Um, but I don't think we do it intentionally. And, and so, you know, I could, I could have my, my car break down and, and the car breaking down is the car breaking down. But the meaning to the car breaking down is really what's going to make it a pleasant experience or an unpleasant experience. It's not the car itself that's really important. And that's the important concept I think we're trying to convey today in meaning is what meaning do I give it? Um, my car breaking down. Oh, this is the end of the world. This is awful. This is terrible. Or, oh, my car broke down. How funny. Or, or this is this is going to be a challenge or um, hey, it's an adventure, you know, let's figure it out. You know, I wonder what this is going to be. And, and the meaning we apply to the experience is what makes the quality of the experience 
not the experience itself, which is really weird. Yeah. Yeah. So you had a great example that we were talking about before we started today's podcast. Do you want to go ahead and share that? Because I think it's really applicable to this concept. Yeah, I was I was talking to a couple. Uh, I think it was I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Thursday. And, um, you know, where they were really struggling was struggling in having shared meaning. And so the situation was that um, she was very upset because her husband was, was looking at pornography. And, and as we explored it and talked about it and kind of uh, pulled out the, the details of it, what was meant by he's looking at pornography is he would look at, he would go online and look at women's breasts, uh, mainly just breasts. I don't know why that was his fascination, whatever it was. And he would look at that images of women's breasts for about five minutes, 10 minutes, and then shut it off. And he would do that a couple times a month. And what was interesting about the conversation as we kind of processed through it, I said, you know, what does that mean for you? What does that mean for you? And, and what came out was that for him, he wasn't sure it meant a lot. Um, he had heard a lot of stories about other guys going to prostitutes and massage parlors or, you know, looking at really hardcore porn. Um, and, and so for him, he looks at that and he didn't feel like that meant a lot for him. He felt like it was, it was what it was. It wasn't a big deal. But for her, it, it meant massive pain. And the reason why it meant massive pain was because what she told herself about that was that it was betrayal. It was, it was equivalent to him having sex with a prostitute or having an affair. For her, it was, it, it meant that, you know, he was betraying her. And, and mm -hmm. that's the meaning she attached to him looking at, at women's breasts. And so what was interesting about that session was our focus wasn't really on the pornography itself. Um, is the pornography a problem or not? The, the, the real problem I saw in the relationship was they didn't share meaning and, and their in fact, their meaning was so different that to me, it really felt like that's where we need to really begin our work is mm -hmm. helping each of them understand what it meant to them, to the other person. They, they kind of understood what it meant to them, but they didn't understand where it was for the other person. Yeah, and I think what's really important there is conflict arises when you give such a different meaning to an event, just listening to what you said. His interpretation, that's eh, it's not that big of a deal. I'm not cheating like other people. I mean, these other men are doing these things. In, in contrast with her, it, it, her mind's not separating it out. It feels to her as if he has been having an affair. And, and so with that far of meaning separation, uh, the challenge is to help both of them understand the meaning that the other is, is giving to it and see if there can be a way to work together towards a, a common, at least a common understanding of, of the meaning. And him understanding in particular her feelings is going to be incredibly important for them to move forward because it, it's really kind of nonchalantly saying that's not that big of a deal. Well, if your spouse is giving that kind of meaning to it, yeah, yeah. and you can't understand that, then really the person who's creating the pain here 
is it's going to be incredibly important for him to, to seek a deeper understanding and for her to understand what even what it might mean to him is also a valuable experience. Why doesn't it matter to you? It hurts me. Yeah. And, and that, uh, as we started processing and, and kind of thinking through that, walking through that, that brought out an, a second layer of meaning. And, and I think it is true. We have multiple layers of meaning. And, and the fact that he wasn't distressed, the fact that he wasn't wailing and gnashing teeth like, like she was, she put meaning on that too. And then and he the, doesn't that care meant to her, right. But that meant to her that he was not distressed and upset. Well, well, obviously he doesn't love me. Obviously he, he doesn't care about my feelings. He doesn't care about the marriage. He doesn't care about us. And, and then she added a whole nother layer on top of that layer. Um, and, 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 and that's really where they were spinning is this, in the, this, almost like it turned into a right fight about whose meaning was right and whose meaning was wrong. And, and really where I was trying to focus on was, I don't care who's right or wrong. And there's no such thing as, well, this is the correct meaning. This is what it means. <laughs> there's, no, there's no book out there that says, here's what this means. You know, <laughs> it's our choice. And, and so what I really focused on was helping them not look at right meaning or wrong meaning, but, but look at understanding meaning. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really understanding their own meaning that they were attaching. Cause I don't think she even understood what she was telling herself and, and helping him understand her meaning as well. Yeah. And, and the, also his own, right? Why is he not seeing this as a big deal? Right. And, and, and for, for all people, to, you know, everybody's doing it. That can be the explanation. That's the meaning I can give to this is, well, everybody's doing this. Well, the reality is, is your wife is hurt by it. Yeah. yeah. And, and can I feel that? Can I experience that? And here's where we get to the couple repair. We, we claim that we're the relationship builders and this is the relationship builder podcast where we provide right. the tools and you do the building. Well, right now we're trying to provide you the tool of how you give meaning to the experiences. And I'm going to tell you, the further apart the meaning, the more challenges you're going to have and the more support you're going to need to have to to work through. You're going to have to ask yourself some deeper questions, both of you, and understand the meaning that you're giving to these experiences and then communicate them and genuinely listen to each other. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and, And I do believe that Marriage, this idea that when we get married, the two shall become one um, actually becomes problematic around this particular issue. Um, I see so often in couples that the two people are two people and they give two different meanings to things. And this story is just one example. And, And they really start to question the marriage. They start to question the viability of staying married. Um, because they have such different meanings and, and they put meaning now, they put like a third layer of meaning on that. Well, gosh, maybe we're not compatible. Maybe we're not a good couple because we have such different meanings about things. And, and, and for me, I always go back to, to helping couples go, no, 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 you guys are different people. And therefore you're going to see things differently. You don't have to be the same person. You don't have to 
think the same way, see the th everything the same way um, to make a marriage work. But you do have to have understanding, like we're like you were just saying. You you do have to have understanding for yourself and understanding for your partner. Um, but you don't have to have the same meaning because mm -hmm. I, I don't know if we always do. I don't know. We well, and do. and let's just go to this case. Let's just say that this husband says, "Okay, I'm going to seek to understand more of your meaning because there obviously it's hurting you." Mm -hmm. Now, just in that response, seeking a deeper understanding of that meaning that she is experiencing, understanding and validating it is, is a, actually a way to repair the relationship or work towards reparation because it's acknowledging and identifying if it hurts you, right? I don't, I don't, I don't want to hurt you. Now, it doesn't mean that it may not be, it, it may be hard for him to stop altogether initially, and he might have to work and create a plan around stopping the behavior. You're saying two to uh, two times a month or so. Well, what happens when he doesn't give in? What happens when he goes weeks or months or year without absolutely giving in at all, right? And then how do they make meaning of, of that kind of an effort? Yeah, that's it, that's really great question that couples need to really think through and walk through, um, because I can see sometimes uh, a wife is so hurt, so wounded, so uh, betrayed that you know he may have abstinence for um, a month, two months, five months, a year, um, but in her mind, her, the meaning is well, it, it's just a matter of time. And he's going to relapse and he's going to fall back into this. And, and it, and in her thinking, it really doesn't mean anything that he has an abstinence of a month or a year. Um, because in her mind, she's telling herself, it's just a matter of time. If that really is her meaning of abstinence, that's going to be a problem for him and for her. Um, so, so, you know, gosh, meaning just permeates so many parts of our marriage and so many parts of what's happening. Um, yeah. If my spouse is absent for two months, five months, and I see that as meaning they love me, they're trying, they're they're making effort. That, that's going to be a different experience too. It's going to be right. an absolutely different experience. Right, and, and and then again, we can walk through this whole process. But the meaning I give to your effort, mm -hmm. uh, right, and and that's another. You know, okay, I can see the effort in contrast with continued lying, minimizing, not seeing it as painful. Um, I, I can imagine a worst case scenario here saying, what's the big deal? Everybody does it. It's just, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's not like I'm looking at the full body. It's not like I'm doing this. And now you can see that kind of minimization. And now that meaning that he's giving to it is a justifying meaning, which is not going to help the relationship. Yeah, especially if she's seeing it as betrayal. Heck no. Wow. Yeah. That's just going to uh, deepen the knife in her heart. Ouch. And, and, and so that's where we have to ultimately say, look, if you've got two people who are giving such a different meaning to this experience, either you're going to either you're both going to re recheck or look at your meaning or you're likely going to have continued conflict and maybe your marriage won't make it. Mm hmm. The long, the farther apart the meanings and the interpretation, and the less understanding we have of the other's meaning, the more conflict and tension you're going to have. Yeah, yeah, and 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 ultimately, that's kind of where we left that session. Was 
hey, I want you guys to pray. If you guys can never get to a place of shared meaning, that you both see it as okay, or you both see it as awful, um, but if you can never get to the place where you both see it the same way, this may not work for you. And, right. and, and gosh, that breaks my heart to say that out loud and to think that. Um, but unfortunately, that's the reality is that if they can't come to a place of understanding of one another, th that constant disagreement or that, especially as radical as we were talking about it, um, that radical difference in perception is just going to continue to bring up conflict for them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and this brings us this whole concept of if we're going to be unified, if we're going to work for a common goal, it's a whole lot easier when we give similar meanings to events and experiences and people. And the way I see you, the way I see myself, right? I mean, if I just go to this female client that you've just talked about, yeah. right? Uh, the meaning that she's giving to this, it's breaking her heart. And, 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 and she's not going to interpret it other, in any, any other way. Is it, it, I mean, are, are we going to ask her to say, well, I don't want you to give that meaning to this experience. It, it, it's hurting her and yeah. she's describing it that. Is there any way that she would change that experience to say, you know, you go do your thing. I don't really care. I mean, are, I mean, if someone really was to say, hey, I want you to give this meaning to it. I want you just to say, you know what? It's no big deal. That's just what men do. Do you think that she could change that meaning? Well, well, that would be one way to create change. Another way to create change would be to change his perception too of, hey, I'm breaking my wife's heart. It doesn't matter if I see it as right or wrong. It's breaking my wife's heart. I love my wife. I'm going to change this behavior because I love my wife. Mm -hmm. um, and and, and the, we could change the meeting that way too. Um, I'm just, I'm just thinking it would be yeah. fair for right. us to say to her, right? Don't feel that pain. Right. 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 Don't, don't feel that pain. Now let's, can we say to him, change the behavior? And, and if he refuses to, then, then we're likely not going to see the, a whole lot of progress. But when we see the recognition of the pain, I often say the person in pain, the person who's creating that pain needs to see what they can do to alter the behavior. Now, that does not mean, <clears throat> excuse me, that does not mean that, that I'm asking her in any way to say, oh, just let him go do that. I'm simply saying that's what sometimes people are asking their spouse to do. How am I supposed to not feel pain here? Yeah, yeah. And, and I, 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 what I hear you saying, and I think I agree with it, so I'm checking to make sure I'm hearing it right. Um, oftentimes I, I, what I need in my marriage, what I need in my relationship, what I see couples needing is, is the sense of understanding. And if I feel like you understand me and understand my pain, even though the situation may remain, the, the situation may not disappear, um, especially not immediately, I can tolerate it if I feel seen. If, if, mm. if, you, if you see me, then that's oftentimes what I need, what I need the most. And, and so I, I think meaning and looking at meaning and, and helping each other see each other's meaning can be the problem itself and not the behaviors. And it also could be the solution. It also could be the answer. 
and not the behaviors themselves. Um, if we could see each other, if we could see each other's pain, we could see each other's meaning and, and validate it as that is your truth. Mm-hmm. And that itself can create connection and love and understanding. Yes. So let, let's take this a step further because we're in this scenario, we're primarily saying to the husband, you need to understand more of her meaning. How can she understand his meaning? And I want to address that real quick because sometimes people say, well, that's not fair. I have to understand her meaning. Well, pause for a second. What are we really asking her to do to make sense of the pain and why it's so painful and then to communicate it, right? Communicate your meaning, right? When you look at this, it triggers inside of me a fear that I'm not enough. Maybe my breasts aren't big enough or I'm not enough. And it makes me feel inadequate. That's the meaning. Now he gets a chance to respond. And if he says, oh, it's just this or it's just that, he's minimizing the pain. Well, he's focusing on himself. Mm -hmm. If If that's his response, he's not really hearing her. Right. And ultimately, that's the core concept here. In couple repair, can we hear and understand? Now, let's say that he comes and says, you know, I've been working on this. I'm not, I, it's, it's been hard for me. I'm going to do my very best. I'm going to write, I'm going to be accountable. I'm going to talk about it. I'm not going to keep any more secrets. Now we see this as a couple who he's trying to move forward. Let's say down the road, he relapses, but he comes forward and says, Hey, I, I needed to tell you, I had a short relapse. This is what happened. I reached out to a friend to, to talk with him just to make sure that I'm being accountable. Now, because of that his behavior, his interpretation, her interpretation might be very different because he's making a proactive effort to recognize I made a mistake, no more secrets. Or going back to what you said earlier, is it, oh, he's never going to make progress. He's right. And so now we're looking at, are we making progress towards a common meaning or not? Yeah, good, good. And, and I really think that that should be the, the emphasis of this podcast, of this, of this thought is that our goal is really the best we can to hear and understand each other's meaning because it's, it's hearing and understanding each other's meaning that, that makes the connection. And I, I hope we, we can have this shared meaning and sometimes we can and sometimes we can't, but I really think the key is, is understanding, hearing, um, supporting each other's meaning. Um, and, and if we can have shared, that'd be awesome. But I'm not sure that's always possible. But I do think it's always possible that I hear your pain or I hear your feelings or I hear your meaning and I'm there for you and I understand mm-hmm. it and I acknowledge it. That is always possible. Mm-hmm. And and the, even the next expression, and I'm going to do everything I can to try to avoid hurting you. I, I, I don't want to hurt you. Okay. I, I, mean, I think about relationships. We don't want to hurt each other. And if we do, then we, we need, we need some help. If, oh, I, yeah. right? if I, if I feel like I have to hurt you emotionally, criticize, can put you down. If I feel that way consistently, then I've got to figure out what's going on inside of me. And that's okay. That's part of betrayal trauma. That's part of addiction is we, we hurt each other and we get angry at each other. We blame each other. Before you go there, stop and pause and look at the meaning 
that you're giving to these life experiences and give it voice to understand your anger or your hurt or your addiction. All of these things, we're trying to help you as a person identify the meaning that you give to all these life events. Hmm. So you understand yourself better because the more you process your own thoughts, your own emotions, your own ideas, your own physical sensations, the more meaning you give that and understanding, the more attuned you are to yourself. Amen. And then you're more likely to be able to stay uh, present as you communicate in a relationship. I realize that I have been blaming you. I realize the meaning I've been giving this is it's your fault because you da, 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 da. Right. Again, that's me recognizing this was the meaning I was giving to it. And that was hurtful to our relationship. Yeah. 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 As we talk about it, I can even hear in my own head how, how much clearer it's getting. If I, if I say, oh, my wife is broken and I minimize the meaning of her pain, I, I'm, 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 I'm really doing a disservice to our relationship. Holy moly. And, and then in the same way, if, if my wife sees my recovery and my efforts and my, my desire to change, and, and even though it's not perfect, uh, if she sees it as invalid and minimizes my effort, then I'm going to feel hurt in the same way. If we minimize each other in, in, in each other's meanings, yeah, I could totally see how that would hurt anybody and, and both parties. And so really, I, I think seeing each other's meaning and validating each other's meaning is going to be such an important thing for us to focus on this year and to, and to really make it our goal. Yeah. And, and let me add one final thought here. And then if you've got an assignment or something for our listeners to do today, but, but here's the general concept, right? In every relationship, before we can actually express what the meaning, we need to identify the, our own meaning that we're giving to events and life experiences. And, and as we do so, then we personally have more clarity because we understand the meaning that we're giving to this, this life, these events, these experiences. And that personal awareness comes through pondering and considering and thinking about yourself. So really the first step here is actually to understand the meaning or interpretation you are giving to these events. Amen. Amen. Now, as Amen. for a homework assignment, to do that, um, I love the exercise called, I call it, so what? And, and in my exercise of so what, what I do is I, I write down whatever it is I think my partner has done to me. You know, they were too loud or they were too quiet or they were you know, whatever they were doing. And, and I just write down, oh, this is my grievance. And then I look at it and I ask the question, so what? So they were loud or they were quiet or they were this or they were that. I ask myself the question, so what? And, and what I want to do in asking that question is I want to say, what's going on with me? What mm -hmm. meaning am I attaching to the fact that they're loud or the fact that they're quiet or the fact that, you know, whatever they did? Uh, I'm so focused, hyper-focused on what my partner is doing that I never take the time to really look inside of myself and say, okay, they did that. Okay. So what does that mean for me? So what is, what is my meaning on that? What is my interpretation on that? And, and that it's a really important step to be mm -hmm. able to step beyond whatever they're doing and see what meaning I, 
I apply to that because that's probably where the pain is coming from. Is yeah. the meaning I'm applying to it. I'm not lovable. I'm not important to you. I'm not sure you love me anymore. Exactly. You don't care how I feel. So that means you don't love me. Well, again, these types of interpretations. Exactly. Pause, reflect. If you're in conflict, if you're dealing with you know, consistent uh, disagreements, pause and look at the meaning you're giving to, to, to the interaction and the dialogue between you and consider how am I interpreting it? How then do I communicate what I'm experiencing, the meaning I'm giving it to you? That would be what we would suggest as we move forward. All right, any final thoughts today, Brett, before we close? Love is a choice. Make it every day. Oh man, you stole my line. Thank you. All right, uh, all right. To our that should always point. be our final thought. That should always be our final thought. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So uh, if you have questions for us, relationshipbuilderpodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to send us a message. And as Brett just reminded us, love is a choice. Make it every day. <laughs>